1: This was a life-or-death situation. See, this guy knew either Jesus was going to pick up a rock and begin to stone him to death, incite the crowd to stone him to death, or he was going to heal him. It was going to be one or the other. And I seriously doubt that the man expected that Jesus would do what he did in the way in which he did it
0: desperation can lead you to do some pretty extreme things. In today's edition of Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert shares that after years of suffering, one man with leprosy put his life on the line and reaches out to Jesus. You'll discover that Jesus responds to this man's faith and heals him of this devastating disease. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 8, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. His love is
2: the
1: the Sermon on the Mount concluded with Matthew saying that the people marveled at the authority with which Jesus taught them. And, and now, as we go on into chapter 8, Jesus comes down from the Mount of the Beatitudes to demonstrate that authority among the people. And Jesus was just hammering away, you know, confronting hypocrisy and talking about wolves in sheep's clothing and and how a lot of people who say they're following him actually have a false peace on judgment day. He's going to turn them away. But there's a shift in tone now as Jesus begins a series of 10 miracles and he he travels around casting out demons and healing people raising the dead calming the sea and and so today we're going to look at the first 3 of these miracles all three are healings uh, if you look with me Matthew chapter 8 verse 1 it says when he had come down from the mountain great multitudes followed him and behold a leper came and worshiped him saying lord if you're willing you can make me clean then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I'm willing, be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, see that you tell no one, but go your way. Show yourself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. Now, it's it's actually just a gradually sloping hill. It's not this giant mountain. You know, when we hear about Jesus coming down the mountain, I I think of... A mountain, you know, like what we call mountains. And, you know, even what we call mountains in Georgia are bigger than what we see there. Jesus came walking down the hill. That's the way I would have worded this if I'd been <laughs> writing it in English. He came walking down the hill among this huge crowd of people because it's kind of a naturalist slope. You know, people could sit there and, and hang out. And Jesus, as he spoke, his voice would have carried down the hill toward the, uh, the Sea of Galilee. And, and, and something, as he's walking down this hill, something absolutely crazy happened. A leper approached him. Now, what's so crazy about that? Well, Matthew puts it really simply here. You know, he just says, you know, uh, uh, behold, a leper worshiped him and came. But this wouldn't have been that simple. A multitude of people, crowds of people, thousands of people are gathered there. Jesus has been teaching them for quite a while I mean this this went on and on and on, not six months, like you know our sermon series but but it went on and on and on for a while and as Jesus comes walking down through there, this man comes up through the crowd of people and, and you know leprosy was one of the most feared diseases known to man, and by law, a leper was supposed to walk you know If he was in a public place, anywhere where there were healthy people, a leper was supposed to be shouting out, unclean, to give people warning, unclean, you know, so that people would know, stay away, stay away. The crowds by law could have stoned this man to death just for coming so close to healthy people. They were outcasts, literally, supposed to avoid all human contact stay completely away from healthy people. And this guy walks right up to Jesus in the middle of all these crowds asking him for healing. And then Jesus does the unthinkable. He reaches out and touches him. Touching a leper meant that you'd contaminated yourself and you needed to be quarantined until the priest could be sure that you hadn't contracted the disease yourself. And who knows how long it had been since everybody had had touched this man. People would have run away from him in fear and disgust. You know, think about it. I mean, you have to kind of let that soak for a second. I mean, imagine what it would be like if everybody viewed you with contempt. If everybody literally ran away from you, scared to death afraid to be anywhere near you. Leprosy was viewed as a curse, a rejection by God. The Scriptures repeatedly use leprosy as a depiction of sin, which I mean, that's a study in and of itself. We're not going to dig into that, but this was a life or death situation. See. This guy knew either Jesus was going to pick up a rock and begin to stone him to death, incite the crowd to stone him to death, or he was going to heal him. It was going to be one or the other. And I seriously doubt that the man expected that Jesus would do what he did in the way in which he did it. Look at it again, verse 2, behold. Matthew's like, check this out. A leper came and worshiped him, saying, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus, and look at the order of this, this is what struck me. Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. But I love the order. I love the order, because see, I mean, if it'd been me, you know, I think I probably would have said, I'm willing, be cleansed, but that's not what Jesus did. Jesus reached out and and touched the man and then said, I am willing, be cleansed. Now, I don't know, maybe I'm reading something into it that's not there, but for me, there's, there's something to this. There was an expression of acceptance and compassion and love by the fact that the first thing he did in response to this man, before anybody had a chance to recover, do you understand? Because picture it, if you can, thousands of people, and they realize, a leper! You know, they're all freaking out. And Jesus reaches out and touches the guy. And now this teacher that they've been hearing all this stuff about and they've been listening to all this time, he has just willingly made himself unclean. He has willingly put his life in jeopardy. He has deliberately touched this leper in front of everybody. Everybody saw it. And then he healed him. Matthew says, immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Now see, talk about Shock and awe. I mean, you have to process this. Oh, leper, oh no, we're all, wait, what just, what? It's like this progression of, you follow me? Amazement. And then Jesus says, don't tell anybody, just go show yourself to the priest and do what Moses commanded. There was a whole little ritual that needed to be performed. That we'll look into another time. But, but I, I think Jesus wanted to give the priests evidence. You know, I think about this sometimes. You know, that the Bible tells us that Jesus was sent to the Jew first and then to the non-Jew, right? To the Jew first and to the Greek. The idea being that they were the ones that had the testimony. They were the ones that, you know, that, that God had had pulled out from the rest of humanity and he had, he had revealed himself specifically to Abraham and his descendants. He'd given them special revelation and given them therefore special responsibility that goes along with it, right? And, and the priests of all people among the Jewish people had that duty to represent God to men and men to God. And I think there's some significance there Jesus says, go show yourself to the priest, don't talk about this, just go show yourself to the priest and and do the right thing. His love is the main thing. His
0: love is the main thing. We're so blessed to be able to bring you messages from the pages of the Bible right here on Main Thing Radio. We hope you'll tune in again. But in the meantime, you can find more teachings from Pastor Robert online at mainthingradio.com. Listen to more messages there or learn about this program. Before we come to the end of our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Mainthing Radio. With more, here's Pastor Robert.
1: We could really use your help. And, and you know, the well, the Bible says that we partner together, and when you support what we're doing in presenting the Word of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ through the airwaves, we become partners in ministry, and we we could really use some partners. So would you pray about making a donation today? Thanks. God bless you.
0: Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website once more is mainthingradio.com. Would you also keep us in your prayers? We so appreciate your partnership and that you're a part of our valued listening audience. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.